So, uh, Corey, count me in. Oh, oh. How are we going to do the show, guys? We can't start it without Corey. <laughs> I don't know how to start this without just, Corey. Just, 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 I'm in just a panic. start. <laughs> Hello. Welcome back. Long time coming to Half in the Bag podcast. I'm we didn't Andy quit. Potter. What? We didn't quit. We didn't. We promise. <laughs> I'm Andy, your moderator. With us, as always, is Stan and Roger. Uh, suspiciously absent is Corey, uh, which is why this intro is different from every other intro we've ever done on the show, because I don't know what I'm doing without Corey. I mean, clearly, he's the heart of the podcast, boys. Yeah. He's, the, he's the cog that keeps this thing going. I mean, just a lot <laughs> behind the scenes. Uh, well, so sucks, feels, you know. feels like he might be semi-retired but we'll see right so the show sucks we know whose fault it is let's all agree on that oh it's always his fault whether he's on or not well yeah excellent. agreed we're all, all agreed so uh well uh cory's gossip corner is right out uh because you know well the last time gossip. he did one he lied about it so uh, true. I, I have some oh. gossip real quick what do you got? So, so, so this I isn't confirmed heard. yet, but I, I do have some sources that say that football season's on the way, motherfuckers. <laughs> on the way? On the way? Shit, it's fucking here. College Amen. football is here. NFL starts in about five days. We're going now. So, Raj, all right, defending Super Bowl champs. I think you took the day off on Friday. What's your plan for the game Thursday night? Like, details, lay it out for us, bud. What do you got going? Like, I can't even imagine what I'd do if my team was coming on a Super Bowl championship. Kickoff game, prime time. All right, tell me where you're going to be. Uh, at a Chris Stapleton concert. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 right. Wow. Oh, man. Uh, so two things. I hate myself, and I hate you because you're an asshole. Um, so, yeah, drunkenly bought tickets to go see Chris Stapleton at Summerfest about two months ago uh, on a whim one night when I was drinking with some people who were going and just realized about three days ago that it was on Thursday night, uh, which is obviously opening night for the NFL. So uh, I'm going to record the game. <laughs> I'm going to watch it when it's I get home. the same. Uh, we're just but by then, win. I will know who won. Yeah, we're just gonna say. Yeah, it's a it's a bummer. I'm kind of uh, I'm not not super happy with myself, but it is what it is. I suppose. Can I, can so, I suggest an alternative project? What's that? Uh, sell your ticket on StubHub and then just watch the fucking game like a man. Oh no, his wife already knows. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're we're going together. He doesn't have the balls to make that move. <laughs> no, I bet you the okay. cost of those two tickets on StubHub. He doesn't have the balls to make that move. <laughs> you wanna you wanna buy them from me? <laughs> nope. We're gonna be watching a football game. Good, I got something God to do. Damn it. Uh, yeah, that's a bummer. But still, go box. Why did you use Corey's calendar? When you were trying to plan things out, <laughs> I wasn't thinking. I didn't plan anything. I just bought the tickets. Just <laughs> I'd worry about everything else later. Uh, a, yeah, it's sad. But, we might we might have to contact the uh, the social media team, which 
I mean, it's it's different now. Social media team moved to Wisconsin, but uh, we may have to contact them and put a poll out this week. Does Roger lose his man card for this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> or maybe not his man card, but definitely his fan card. Is Roger a real uh, football player? I don't think you can lose a man card if you're going to Stapleton, but you can lose a fan card. Right, yeah. No. Decent. Decent singer, but uh, oh, great! Just not on opening NFL kickoff yeah, night when your team team's the defending Super Bowl champs. <laughs> right? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's uh, it's not great. Well, actually, I, I hold on every, here. Every let bit me, add, let me add to my notes here. Uh, deck house segment. <laughs> Chris, you putting Chris Stapleton there for scheduling his concert on opening night? Don't talk about Stapleton like that. Uh, <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't that one. But all right. Oh, speak. Which, uh, Stan, who is the dumbass cocksucker of the week? I have a nomination. I have a few, actually. Oh, you, you want to you go with that first? I'm ready. Um, <coughs> let's, hear, let's hear your nominations, boys. Do you have any? Uh, yeah, but I'll let other people go. I, 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 have, a, I have a few. Um, I don't know. Much. One of them, I think. One of them, I think Fisk is going to cover for me, so I don't have to talk about the team that cost me. A, I have, I have multiples, but, but I'll finish um, up the segment. So I do have a couple. Then um, my first one, which you guys probably won't give a shit about, but the NFL Network is a Dachau nominee for me today. Um, they played zero of the Buccaneers preseason games on the NFL Network, which is horseshit. To me, they're the defending Super Bowl champions. They, they replay. Did, did you go through the guide? They replay them all. Yeah. Well, they replay them, but they didn't have any on live. I don't give a shit about watching them later. Oh yeah, I forget. You don't really care about watching Bucks games. <laughs> God, I hate you. God, I hate you. Um, and my second dumbass cocksucker of the week nomination is a repeat for me again. The Cubs. Um, I know we've been asking for the show for a long time, but (laughs) they have won five in a row. Pretty fucking awesome. But, uh, the way that they, uh, dismantled their team in 24 hours was disgusting to me and I will never forgive the Ricketts family. So there you go. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I mean, so Fisk, before you go, um, anything that you're still upset, uh, upset about that happened during, during our summer break, uh, is eligible for this segment. And, you know, I mean, it's funny. It's, it's almost like we educate America on a different thing. So we're basically like teachers, and we took the summer off. But now we're back. Right, exactly. <laughs> we had a good summer. We'll talk about that in a minute. But there's only, there's only two nominations that I can make. And uh, I'm very emotional about this. So I'm going to try to take it calm. But if I get loud, I apologize. Uh, my two nominations for Dachau are Graham Mertz and Paul Christ, who I hope someday to personally bury in the ground. Um, you want to be a pallbearer at his funeral? I want to dump him <laughs> in here and then you respect shovel, him that much. Shovel fucking dirt over them while they sit there embraced uh, as I as I after I killed them. Because they are. No, you want you want the end scene from Casino. You want to do that to them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, do. I do, but not in a cornfield on a on a dairy farm where cows will shit on them. So, but. well, you just there's usually manure everywhere. Just shovel the manure on them. Uh, 
I want it constantly, like as they're as they're. You, you just know. want the conveyor belt running right into the hole. Yeah, right into them. Right why? Into why all this? Why all this hate for for the your favorite college football team? They played the number nineteen not team not in the country really tough team. yesterday. Uh, <laughs> it's not my favorite. It's I'm not hating on my favorite college football team. The defense was excellent. I mean, I'm well, sure you guys- Jim Leonard's Jim Leonard's defense is phenomenal. Jimmy Leonard is yeah, fucking always you, you, you the head coach of this team. Now uh, I will say they need better athletes on the outside of that defense. Yeah, and they need the front seven is unquestioned. Well, we knew that our secondary was going to be our weakness, and the whole point was we had to get home, and we got home the first three quarters, and then well, the first two and a half quarters, and then the third quarter through the fourth, everybody's tired, we're all worn out. Nobody can get home, and the backers weren't, like, covering anybody. So that's a problem. But the offense was just pathetic. Like, the worst offense Wisconsin has ever had, and Wisconsin has never had a great offense. I mean, pathetic. Like, we're just sitting there in the stadium, and all around us, everybody is groaning every time they hand the fucking ball off. Well, here's the weird part, though. Like, the running game was still strong. And you would, it was strong, plenty strong. It was strong enough. And you'd get on these drives two times. You're down there, like first and goal to one or the two. And the very next play, you fumble the fucking ball. And then you, you're like back at <laughs> the seven. And then you're compl- so inept, you can't do anything from there. Right, exactly. Well, but from, if, you, if you don't fumble the ball to one or the two, you probably win the fucking football game. But to be fair, Stan, the first, the first exchange was on a handoff. Like, you can't hand off I the know. ball. Like, that's his only job but, as a Wisconsin quarterback is to hand the ball to the It man. was – it was he put that ball up so high on the – on the, like, on the running back's chest. Right. When you see it, I mean, obviously, it's harder. We got so many good replays at home. You're in the stadium. But oh. I'm just like, what are you doing? But that was on our end. I could see it. Like, he was facing me as he did it. I saw where he put the fucking ball. It's like, come on, man. I yeah. knew it was going to be a fumble right away. And it's like it was. I'm not even sure it was an RPO. It was just no. It was a straight a handoff. Handoff, right? My it's a straight God. handoff to the transfer from Clemson. Yeah, uh, I, I, I thought that guy, I, I thought that guy played well. Yeah, no, Ches uh, Malucci. He actually did really well. I was very impressed with him. Why, why they didn't throw the ball to him more on like a wheel route or something else? I don't know. Other than. Paul Christ is an idiot, which is why he's in this conversation. Hey, Paul uh, Christ, call him plays again, though. So that's that's what's going to make the difference for Wisconsin. Yeah, it's certainly <laughs> called a lot of different plays from what Joe Rudolph called. Run, run, run. I just run. feel like he names uh, his uh, all his plays like because I feel like he's just a guy you see in a fish fry. So I don't know if he's like uh, Friday night fish fry left uh, zone read. He's like, Tartar. Like khaki, khaki pants one. Khaki pants one. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fried perch <laughs> dinner on three. Right. Fried we're, perch. We're walleye. What are we calling here? Walleye. <laughs> Go walleye. Right. What's the formation? Yeah, okay. Bass Pro Shops. That's the formation. Well, at least you got to go to Camp Randall's fest. It, it was it was an amazing experience. Like jump around was electric. <laughs> one of the greatest moments of the day is that Fox. The producers made the choice to televise full jump around. Right. Yeah, it was it was phenomenal. Pretty awesome. 
So I'd say was it, it was equal to when they they brought broadcast Thursday night uh, enter enter Sandman the the entrance at Virginia oh, Tech. Virginia Tech. Yeah, 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 and that place was going crazy. It's just like college football's back. Yes, I love college football. There's, I mean, the only thing better is the NFL, but yeah. So that being right. said, those are my two nominations for DACA. Uh, they're both very good. I, I have multiples. Uh, number one being PJ Fleck, just for being back on my fucking TV. <laughs> I hate that piece of shit. I fucking hate him. He's so fake. Uh, go PJ. Uh, number Fuck two. You would be all right so every year we do a college pick up league and uh it's pete i feel like got sick running it which i don't blame him i've run stuff before you, you get sick of it so john feely took over and he sent it out an email to the group um so friday Corey texts us he's like who's this john guy what is this and i just responded with um it's it's for college pickup you know, like it says in the email. And then, so he, he takes a screenshot of the email and sends it to me. He's like, does it say it in there, motherfucker? And it didn't. It said, like, remember to make your picks. I was like, oh, that's the follow-up email. It says it in the original one. And then he's like, well, I didn't get that email. So I was like, okay, I'll send it to you this afternoon. So I go back later in the afternoon. I'm not as busy at work. And I find the original email. And then uh, I told Corey it was so easy to remember his email to send it to him because it's right there on the original email. <laughs> he's like, well, I didn't get it. <laughs> so I sent it to him. And then later he's like, oh, I did get it. It's in my junk folder. Uh, so Roger and I are like, oh, well, at least this whole thing's over. Um, and then later he's Fucking like, relief. Uh, what site are we using for our picks? I was like, ESPN, that's our stuff. And then uh, he's like, well, I can't find this group on here. I mean, if, if this isn't going to work, I'm just not going to do it. And so I start taking <laughs> screenshots, showing the group is right in ESPN. I email him an invite. Then I finally text one right to him. And he finally gets in. And then I just ended it with, uh, I told him to hit uh, Roger and I up on Zoom the next morning if he had trouble using the toaster. <laughs> because <laughs> it was exhausting so he is it really was for dumbass cocksucker of the week for his performance get into the pick'em league fucking like and he should have not joined because he's second to last right now am i in last place uh no you're in first place actually dickhead <laughs> oh can I ask? Can I ask you too? And I know Stan probably where you had them, but uh, uh, where uh, where did you guys have Wisconsin on that list? I picked Wisconsin for six. Six. Oh. But I picked. I had, Wisconsin I had, for seven. I listened to some other stuff and and read some other things. And so when I went to make my bets yesterday morning, I actually played the Penn State side with my money. Well, I mean, that was a smart move because there was no way we were winning by 12 plus or whatever it was. I, I mean, it ended up not only was it a full slate of college football, um, no one came over. So I just really got to relax all day. It was well, a cloudy day. I mean, there was an excuse for no one coming over. No, I'm saying it's a good thing. Oh, okay. Yesterday it was fine. It was relaxing. It was cloudy. And then uh, I hit a nine leg teaser. Ooh, I know. Yeah. Was a so, 
pretty so, awesome. Yeah, it ended up being a good day. Uh, but it could have been an even better day gambling. Right. My next nomination for Dumbass Cocksucker of the Week is Oregon. You fucking cocksuckers. The coach, shit-ass play calling. Their quarterback is a real piece of shit. Now, on the outside chance this quarterback hears it, I don't want him to feel terrible. It's not like he's Graham Mertz, okay? But he's real bad. <laughs> I was so confused for a minute whether you're talking about Wisconsin or Oregon. <laughs> no, so at one point, the third quarter, they get down there. They're up. What are they up? They're up 21 to 13. And it's like fourth and three. Their offense obviously has not been killing it. And instead of kicking a short field goal, they go for it. And the running back like trips right away. It, it was like watching Wisconsin close to the goal line. It was ridiculous. Um, so they get no points right there. And then, I mean, Fresno State came back and tied it. They're pressing, pressing. So I had over 56 and a half in this game. The total ended at 55. If they kick that fucking field goal on fourth and three, I hit my over, which gets me more running right there because that's part of a part line. And then, all right, if Oregon scores one more touchdown, they cover my 13 and a half, which would have got me money in another parlay. I had. Oregon, I had a good day. I ended up, I won like 95, I'm plus 130 between Friday and Saturday. Oregon, with those two separates that I had, could have given me another $100. All right, fuck Oregon, and they didn't fucking show up against Fresno State. Yeah, Fresno State. Oh my god. Yeah, it was in it was in uh, Oregon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and between Friday night making sure that Northern Colorado covered against Colorado, that Oregon game, I spent more time on the fucking Pac-12 network this weekend than I have (laughs) my entire life before this weekend. gambling season boys yes it is <laughs> my final nomination is of course roger for going chris stapleton on thursday night <laughs> <laughs> okay so so who wins dachau for the first so, show of the year our first show back in the fall here we are college football's back the dumbass cocksuckers of the week paul chris Grambert's. yes Fuck those guys. Good choice. Good choice. Thank you. Sam. Full disclosure, the whole team of Wisconsin was my my third deck on nomination, but Chris covered them well with, with Paul. It's Chris just the team. only choice there really was. As much as I mean, I'd like my hundred dollars from Oregon. The way they just bungled that game down near the goal line. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. You kick two field goals down there, and guess what? We're we won. You know what I mean, or at least we would have been closer to winning. So, and then yeah. Yeah. I, I teased them and I had them in a teaser down to minus uh, minus a half, so they just needed to win the game for me. So I was pretty invested in that last goal line stand that he completely fucked up. So, well, Hunter had a parlay that he had put together and beforehand, um, you know how we text best to each other, and it looked pretty. It's like the only one that I worry about is Wisconsin. It's like that would be the concern. And then he got, he's like, I fucking hate Wisconsin. They fucked me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, they did, buddy. So uh, we didn't even watch the last two minutes of the game. My dad and I, after he threw the first pick, we're like, can we leave? He's like, yeah, 
Oh, you didn't even know he got the ball back and did it again. No, I did know. I was watching it as we did it, but I'm like, I don't have any desire to watch it. Like, why would I want to sit there and watch what I what I was, you know, sure was going to be just another fucking disappointment. So it was just. Well, I mean, here's you are a forever pessimist, but in this case, you were spot on. Right. Yeah. And you know what? It was really nice because we beat all the traffic out. Like it was, we got home in a timely manner. It was, yeah, it was, it was the right choice. Let's put it that way. So, and then hey, we got a good game last night. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Georgia. Now I think one. I feel like people are overreacting on Clemson a little bit because I feel like they just played what I think is Alabama's far. And we everybody saw that they're number one. Right. Oh yeah, they're gonna. They're gonna but win. I think Clemson played in my opinion, what is the number two team in the country, and they played them tough. Yeah. So I think the whole Clemson sucks things, like that's from Corey and Kev, I think it's a little over top. No. Probably the best best defense in the country. I mean, Alabama, I think, as a team is probably the best team, obviously, because they just put a fucking whooping on Miami. But, I mean, Georgia's defense, that that thing is fucking stout. Georgia's front four, for God's sake. Yeah. And and they've got everything behind yeah, they've got everything behind them too, but their their right. front four. When you can rush with your front four alone, right? You don't. Everybody else can just go eat elsewhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They sacked Georgia's him seven times. Play great, but and Clemson all of last amazing. season took twenty sacks. They took seven last night. Jesus. Yeah. I mean that that defense could play in the NFL. It could. You could take well, all. And, the- I mean Kirby Smart. Yeah, they've they've failed on some some big stages, but. He recruits well. He coaches defense great. Right. And uh, they're not even like they're missing key, key players on offense right now. They're going to get better on offense. Right. Well, you got it. The best part about last night was just seeing Dambo lose because fuck that guy. I hate him. Fuck, so much. fuck that piece of shit. Amen, Roger. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> All right, Roger. You're up, my friend. It's conversation, conversation corner. corner? Yeah. Woo. I know we're all so thrown it's been, out, but for some reason there was no uh, gossip corner. But well, yeah. Roger gave a little gossip. That's true. But usually Corey's name is in front of it, and yet I just I feel like something's wrong because you know he's not Cor- here. Corey's on sabbatical. Uh, okay. Did we suspend him for some violation? <laughs> no, he's not suspended. He's just he's he's searching spiritually for what he wants to do with this podcast. Uh, I say I say we suspend him for missing the first podcast of the year. He'll be like, first good. I'm busy anyway. I gotta work. Good. Okay. All right. So uh, it's been quite some time since we've gotten together, boys. So uh, in in uh, in line with uh, Stan's uh, comparison of us to teachers, I'm going to ask you kids, what do you guys do over summer vacation? <laughs> Fisk, you want to go first? Yeah, I mean, I would, except what I did over summer vacation was wish for football season the entire time because clearly baseball is fucking terrible. I mean, well, I, I mean, I certainly did that as well. I'm, we're all Cubs fans. That's trash. So I guess the only significant, uh, you know, event in my life is that I got a new job, which, you know, I don't want to discuss the details of, but yeah, right. That's it. Um, yeah, other than that, I uh, I pined for football the entire time. I was very sad. 
So we live in the Midwest. Um, Jesus Christ, it was hot. It was so hot. So <laughs> fucking It was so hot. hot. It was dry. Uh, yeah. So and I humid, like no rain, but it was humid as yeah, shit. Yeah, humid. It was humid just so it could like thunder and be like, hey, thinking about raining. Not going to do it. Thinking about it. <laughs> um, so really, I mean, mostly uh, we golfed a fair amount. Uh Tried to go early in the morning. I spent a good amount of time at, at Kev's pool, um, which is always good in the heat. Nice place to just float around and wait for football season and come back. Um, we had Corey's bachelor party. and Oh, I forgot about that one. Jesus yeah. Christ. You talk about hot on the golf course. God. Yeah, fucking there were good. multiple times where I thought I was going to collapse. But I was like, well, I'll just keep pushing until I go down because I'm not quitting at Corey's bachelor party. <laughs> uh, I did. I totally did. And I was so jealous yes, of you. you. But I know you <laughs> Paul and I were sitting in the air conditioned clubhouse and we were having a drink. I will say, though, on the back nine, because you guys had quit. Well, actually, I think it might have started around the seventh or eighth hole because we were playing scramble. So it's me, Roger, and Corey versus Kevin and Rob. Right. And once we just started playing to get like it got competitive and we came back and won. That was fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a I ton was, of fun. Uh, so so yeah, we, we won the scramble. Then who won the first day of golf too? Me. No one. This guy. No one. It wasn't shot a fifty six. <laughs> and then he slept for twenty two straight hours. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was I was fucking wiped. From shooting so good on the golf course. You got more that sleep that out. night than I got all weekend. <laughs> uh, well, hey, sometimes you just need to recharge. That was it my, took me that was my three, three days to heal from that party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all, I like, is, uh, it was a lot of fun. Worst part is what? Worst part is Roger. I said it was a lot of fun. Karaoke party, Stan. What? Our impromptu karaoke party. We had it like 3 a.m. That was that. great. Yeah. But apparently, I didn't, um, I didn't miss well, that. I fucking heard it. And apparently, well, woke Princess from his slumber. Like an hour of sleep. Okay. Uh, you, you had plenty of sleep. Right. Oh, I know. So did so Bisk. Bisk can sleep through anything. We learned that. Well, yeah, he got a nap in the afternoon, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I needed him. I was a little, you know. But yeah, it was a good summer, a fair amount of golf, a good amount of pool time, and uh, Corey's party, and, and now we're, we can put all that behind us because football's back. Football's football back. season, baby. Let's, let's hear about your summer, Rod. Now, I know you took a trip with the family. Yeah, I did, I did a lot this summer, actually. Went to, went to a couple Cubs games. Uh, did go to Branson, Missouri with the, with the in-laws and, uh, and my family. Uh, went to Nashville. For a weekend with, with oh yeah my wife i forgot which about was, that which was a lot of fun yeah that was a, that was a good time when saw another co- country concert down there got to see got to see jake owen and i uh, brought on travis tritt which was fun epic <laughs> it was pretty cool it was pretty cool and got hammered got to do fun stuff in hotel rooms it was it was a good weekend <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah and then uh lots of like you said lots of pool time lots of just uh being hot Miserable and uh, so hot. Hating, hating baseball. 
as well. Like not for the same reason as you guys, because obviously baseball is my my number one sport. Well, baseball is really boys. The were boy, be that solid, that but... day there where they broke it all down that was that was a tough day for you. <laughs> that was really tough. That was bad. That was they bad. the, the, the Chicago getting... Cubs organization basically ripped your heart out of your chest and showed it to you. Well, you know what really sucks about that? I don't know if I've told you this, like, related this to you, but, like, if you ask any, like, serious Cub fans, like, for their top 10 Cubs of all time, Anthony Rizzo's on that list. Chris sure. Bryant's on that list. Sure. Baez is on that list. Sure. Well, they, they brought a title. 24 hours. They, they brought a title. 24 hours. Ridiculous. Well, yeah. Uh, like, that, I, you know, that was a rough day. Our hardcore Cubs fans is wrong or at least Cubs fans. But, yeah. No, I agree with you. They're top ten. They brought a title. Yeah. They're, they're kings of Chicago forever. Right. Yep. Yep. I mean, for God's sake, gone. look at how people still treat the 85 Bears. I know. And the Cubs drought was way, like, more significant. Way longer than that, yeah. Yeah, so now we're rebuilding with the likes of uh, Frank Schwindel, who's actually a stud, kind of. Uh, Patrick Wisdom, who also is is a very good 30-year-old guy who just came out of nowhere. Um, Schwindel, it's a nice little side of, yesterday in first. Yes, he did, to walk off that game, yeah. So it's uh, definitely an interesting time right now for Cubs fans, but hey, whatever, football season, let's go Buffs. When I saw Schwindel at that slide, I kind of felt like uh... – Mick Foley, motivational speaker, you know, when he like puts his glasses up and down, he's like, who am I seeing here, dad? Is that Bill Shakespeare over there? But I'm watching TV. It's like, is that Javi fucking Baez? I see sliding in a first end of the game. Ooh, a lot nope. of freaking die. Fucking Frank Schwindel. Hardened detective. Of course, we all know that uh, when you just finally hit the league at 30, it's really not going to last. And it's not long before you're going to be living in a van down by the river. <laughs> uh, rest in peace, Chris. Uh, he was a great one. <laughs> yes, he was. All right. So we've, All right, so we've experienced uh, our installment of conversation corner. Thank you. It's very good, Roger. Yeah. I think your conversation corner is really kind of coming into its own at this point. Right. I worked on it really hard over the summer. I, did, well, like, I, I was in a mirror having you know what? It, was, it was going really well until you decided to lie to us just now <laughs> and now i'm not so sure all right so we've taken it we that was implied in we had thursday friday college football full saturday now we're ramping up we're going to the nfl season so what do we want to what do we want to talk about there is fisk well, the first thing I think that we all want to talk about is who do we think our surprise teams are going to be? And by this, I mean, who's going to be good that nobody might think that they're good. So I'll start with Stan. Stan, who is your surprise team in the NFL this year? I think that people are underestimating the Patriots. So they went seven and nine last year okay. with a ton of opt-outs, a really bad cam. Uh, and he was out for COVID, so they had to play some other people that were really bad. So they get all these people opting back in. Bill goes out and goes crazy in free agency. It looks like Matthew Judon is a hell of a move on that defense. And then, I mean, Cam was even looking better in preseason, but Mac Jones looks so fucking good, they could cut him. And with Mac Jones, they can run their offense. It's not some, like, hybrid 
running thing to make Cam comfortable. They're running the Patriots McDaniels offense. And so with that defense, I think the Patriots have a chance to be really, really good. Yeah. Um, did you hear that? I just saw this this morning that, that one of the Patriots insiders um, let leak out that uh, apparently uh, Cam, um, Mac Jones was teaching Cam the playbook. He was helping him. Yeah. So that's, that's coming from <laughs> Ninkovich, Rob Ninkovich. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yep. Yep. That's crazy. That is crazy yeah. with a rookie doing that shit. I mean, I agree with you. I think that the, the Patriots, I mean, I've got them. We'll talk a little bit later. I've got them going to the playoffs. I don't know how far they're going to make it in the playoffs, but I mean, I think they finished second in that division um, behind the Bills. So um, I agree with you. I think they're a team that's kind of getting, getting flipped on a little bit. So quick, quick aside, uh, does Cam Newton ever play in the NFL again? Yeah, because somebody's going to get hurt. And somebody will sign yeah. in this season. Okay. Yeah. He looked, he looked, listen, he looked good in the preseason for as, as good as he can look right now. Right. Um, mm-hmm. His he arm did. is still live. He's never been the most accurate passer. And he's just resting now so his body can heal up so he'll be able to run when he comes in for it. He's going to stay ready. Yeah. He's going to stay fit. Somebody's going to go down and Cam will get signed. Yeah, I think that's part of the reason that Bill cut him. You know, I know a lot's coming out about the anti-COVID stuff or whatever, but I think it's really – no, Bill I don't think Cam. I think I, he, I, think I thought he Bill looks so at shit like that. I think Bill sees shit in such a small window that it's just football. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just think he's like, "Listen, we're going with Max, so we might as well let Cam go get a shot because somebody will get hurt and somebody will pick him up." Right. Well, yeah, I don't even because I, I mean, I don't even think it was Cam. Cam go get Cam's a probably shot. the might as well go with. Uh, with Mac, because that's who we're going to go with eventually. That's the offense. We well, want to here's the deal in a competition like that. If it's close at all, which honestly, I think Mac looked better, but right. even if it's just close, you go with youth. Right. Yeah, I agree. Right. Right. And it's kind of funny when you listen to all of like the, I don't know how much you guys listen to fantasy football information, stuff like that. Like almost everybody on that offense got an uptick because of Mac Jones. You know, yeah. like, it's like uh, they, they like the receivers better. You know, they like uh, they like right. Damian Damian better. You know, he's gonna he's gonna get more goal line touches now because Cam. Well, yeah, because Cam's not running that shit in. Exactly. Yep. So it's kind of funny how you know you go to what people might see as a quarterback downgrade, like maybe a, a slight one, just because. But I I don't. But I mean, I think I think it's an actual upgrade to, to see. Yeah. So. All right, Roger, who's your surprise team in the NFL? All right. So, um, you know, I think there is some talk about this team that I'm about to bring up, um, but I don't think there's enough talk about them because I honestly think that the L.A. Chargers are going to be a team that is going to possibly be a Super Bowl team at the end of the year. Super Bowl team. Wow. Defend. Defend. Wow. I love it. Let's go. So this is a team that I think has a ton of talent on both sides of the ball. I don't think to stay healthy. Well, yeah, no one can argue the talent. I mean, people might, but so if you ever talk to anyone who argues that the Chargers don't have the talent, just walk away. Don't talk to them anymore. So you're right. This is a, this is a team that I think has has a defense. If Derwin can stay healthy, I think that's the big key to the defense. If Derwin can stay healthy, which he hasn't been able to do the last two years. He didn't stay healthy at Florida State. 
I know, I know. But I, I think if, if he can, that defense is going to be one of the top five defenses in the league. And that offense with, with Herbert, he's going to take a step forward, I think, again in his second year. I love Eckler. That guy can do anything that they want him to do. He's a little bit smaller, so there's an injury risk there. But um, but I think I think he can stay healthy. And then, obviously, I mean, Keenan Allen is, is just the consummate wide receiver. Runs amazing, amazing routes. He gets open. You know, he, he gets 100 receptions a year. Um, I think that offense can be can be great. Um, I, I think they get in the playoffs as a wild card, and I think they can they can make a run when they get there. So there you go. I think it's I think it's possible. Now, I think it's definitely a possibility to make a run on a wild card. But the way you open that thing, you you said those two words like Super Bowl. I, I think they could they could be in that conversation for for me. I mean, obviously, well, all you got to do is get in the tournament there in right? the AFC. There's a lot of talk about the Browns. I think they're a better team than the Browns. I mean, I, I'm I'm on board with the Chargers this year. So, I mean, I, I think it's just the it injury history is so dicey. AFC championship team. Yeah. Well, all right. I like it. I like both our teams so far. Yeah. And they're both in the AFC. You would notice. Well, is, is Fisk going to give us an NFC team? No, I'm not. I was going to give you the Chargers, but I'll pivot because I had an alternate. Um, <laughs> I think the Steelers are going to be better than people think they are. I think the Steelers, okay. I mean, look, they have no offensive line, but they still have Najee Harris. They still have Ben Roethlisberger, not 100% Ben Roethlisberger, but they're not going below 500. They're going to challenge <clears throat> every game they play, and they're going to be a tough out every time. So I think you're talking about them at the end of the year. If, if they could win one or two more games, they're going to be close to a wild card or winning that division. So, Yeah, I mean, the, the one thing they have going against them is their division. Right. Yeah, it's tough. Because the Ravens, the Ravens and the Browns are going to the playoffs. Right. I know Roger has a feeling that the Browns are a little overhyped, but they're still solid as hell. Oh, I but still, I still have them as a, I still have them as a wild card team. My, my overhype thing is that a lot of people are talking about them coming out of the, like I've seen them as a Super Bowl pick for, for people, you know, like going to the Super Bowl. And it's just so I hard just, for me to that. pick anybody besides the Chiefs until somebody fucking beats them. Right. True. And, and I mean, it's someone true. not from the NFC. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but I mean, what what I'm saying is not that they're going to be. Fantastic, but they're not going to. No, be but Fisk. Tournament. In reality, three of the AFC's playoff teams can definitely come out of that division. Right. Yep. Oh, for sure. For sure. All right, Roger. Who's your disappointment? Your surprising disappointment for this year in the NFL? I'm excited to hear this. Rogers. Rogers kind of on fire today. I know. I my uh, so <laughs> so my disappointment is a team that. <laughs> You know, I think uh, a lot of there's there's a lot of preseason hype for this team. They they drafted an exciting player, um, but the, the 49ers are not making the playoffs, boys. The, the 49ers are not going to make the playoffs. So um, I just don't trust that team. I know there's some talent there, but I don't already think getting it's hurt, a lot though. of talent. Their you know, their training staff is the worst in the league. Like <laughs> they just are constantly getting hurt. I mean. You look at their top players, right? So, obviously, Jimmy G is probably going to be the starter. I don't think for very long. They might do some sort of weird rotational thing with Shanahan. I don't know what they're going to do there with Lance and, and Garoppolo. 
Um, but their receivers can't stay healthy. I mean, um, just constantly getting hurt. Their receivers, Ayuk and Samuel, I don't really like, they're not, they're not studs. I don't think, I mean, they're athletic guys, but I don't really see them as being top tier wide receivers. They're like, they're like really good. good. Yeah. But, but they're also in what I think is one of the tougher divisions in football this season. And I just, I don't think they're making it out of there. And a lot of people have them, you know, winning the division, making the playoffs. And I, I, I don't see it for them. All right. I can see that, especially again. I mean, we just go back to injury history, right? Right. What, what, what's, yeah. what's the be- best ability in the NFL is availability. Right. Um, so mine, I just feel like so many people have forgotten that their star player at one point this, this spring demanded a trade and wanted out and, and things were going on. And Oh, nobody's forgotten. <laughs> like it, it hasn't just magically healed. So my potential for things to like go bad in a hurry is the Seattle Seahawks. Russell yeah. wanted out. Okay. Um, every year they get helped by usually like a five and hour or six and hour start at the beginning, but then barely limping in the playoffs. So if you don't get this magical start, and I don't think the feelings have changed. Russ doesn't want to be there. Um, I just feel like things have been headed down for a while. And at some point, you know that that Pete Carroll thing just isn't going to work anymore. And it's just, you're going to need a new voice in there. I think that time is coming. So I think things have the potential to go bad in a hurry in Seattle. I, I, yeah, I mean, you, you forget, you did, you, you're right. I did forget that Russell Wilson wanted out at the beginning of the year. Well, it's because some other guy wanted out and took over the whole world. And <laughs> now everybody us out about that. And then everybody completely forgot about the fact that Russell doesn't want to be in Seattle. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you. I think that can go bad in a hurry. I just think they're, I don't know. I, I think their offense is too talented for them to have too bad of a year. You know what yeah, I'm saying? They like all a, have key pieces. Is, is I'm just worried about the whole the, the chemistry of the whole thing. If if something goes south here or there, and then what what's, starts happening within that organization? Yeah, I could I could see it for sure. Two NFC West teams so far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and even more significantly. Two and another NFC. factor is obviously I think the Rams are going to be really good, and I think the Cardinals. I mean. We do this every year, but the Cardinals have potential to be pretty damn good. Yeah, they do. Potential, yep. I think the first game will show us whether Russ wants out or not, you know, but actually. No, I don't think it's necessarily the first game. I think it's the first time that it's the first two-game losing streak or the first time they face some adversity there. Yeah, and then that's, that's fair. What's, yeah. what's going on there? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's, that's a fair statement. All right, so the first time they face adversity, we'll figure out whether – Russ is actually there or not because he's made lip service to the fact that he wants to, you know, now that he's gotten everything he wants, he wants to stay there. He doesn't want to leave Seattle. Actually. He just wants the problem is he is such a fake motherfucker. Like you can never tell. Russ. Yeah. Like a fair, a fair assessment. So. So give us the Cardinals now, Fisk. No, it's not the Cardinals. (laughs) He loves the Cardinals. I don't want you to take this the wrong way, Roger. I'm not trying to be salty or mean, but well, I he's think taking what that, Corey would have done. 
I think did no, Corey, no, you were no, just looking no. at your phone. Did Corey text you? No, don't put <laughs> this the on box. Me. Don't put this <laughs> on me. I, this is not a Corey thing. And once you hear my explanation, I think you'll understand. Did you say at Corey's basement last night? He did not invite us. <laughs> <laughs> we, we talked. We had a pillow party. <laughs> he told me all about this draft tomorrow. Um, we, no, we wore but, only t-shirts for pajamas. Right, exactly. <laughs> Very short it. ones, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird you say that, Roger. They were red, too. <laughs> <laughs> and they ate honey with their hands out of a pot. Yeah. yeah. And then Missy came downstairs. She's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> um, so, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think, will be a disappointment. Ooh. Well, now when you say disappointment, like what do you disappointment, mean? Disappointment in that I don't think they're going to be this dominant force in the NFC that everybody thinks they are. So you I think, think they're going to be like 10 and 7, 11 and 6? I think they make the playoffs, but I think they fight the Saints all season for the division Ooh. winner. Yes, they do. Roger, I like, not- the, I like the Saints. Now that they, they're starting Jameis, I like the Saints. Yes, I like the Saints. I don't. Too. I think that's still a bad thing. Well, of course you don't, Roger. But here's yeah. the thing. Who had, who had one of the best seasons for not having injuries last year? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. True. Who had, like, a Hard lot of Hard to get that lucky close, twice. Who had a lot of luck in close games last year? Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's true. Hard to get that lucky twice. Regression to the mean. <laughs> Regression to the mean. It's going to happen. I think you lose about three more games. And, you know, you make the playoffs, but maybe you don't win the division because the Saints did, which would be a disappointment for every Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan. Tell me I'm wrong. Would you like to, would you like to bet that the Buccaneers win the division? No, I don't think so. No, because so he's saying it's possible. He's saying they're going to fight for it the whole way. Yeah. yeah. All right, Stan. I mean, I, 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 I guess I can kind of see your point. Um, I could argue that we did suffer some injuries last year. I mean, oh, OJ Howard was out all year long. <laughs> yeah, Vita that's Vea a real concern. Quite a lot, quite a Vita lot Vea was big. Vita Vea was big. Yeah, that's true. Godwin, but he came back Godwin. in time for the playoffs. Like, we're talking. Right. Vita Vea got to come back. Yeah. Well, true. look at true. Look at the Chiefs who lost almost their entire fucking offensive line when they played you. I oh, mean. Tampa's aware of that. We took advantage of that. Um, yeah. The only reason Tampa won is because that bullshit no call in Green Bay. That's how they got in. But I digress. <laughs> um, Tampa destroyed but, the I mean, Chiefs. You could also look at the history of, of, of the Bruce Arians offense and what quarterbacks typically do in their first year on that offense versus what they do in their second year in that offense. And typically – like Carson Palmer was bad the first year. The second year, they went to the NFC Championship game. Um, typically, quarterbacks do horrible in that offense the first year. Tom Brady threw, what, 40 touchdown passes last year? And he's Tom Brady. In Bruce Arians' offense. Um, this is the Brady. second year in that offense. I think Tom they Brady can still is Tom move. Brady. I think they can still improve from what they did last year. I think the last eight weeks of the season, you saw that offense click after the bye week. And I think that can continue on through this season. No, I am going to watch Bruce Arians, but it's just because of it. I mean, if you look at the guy, he looks like he is ready to fucking explode. His blood pressure is through the roof. Yeah. And I just, seriously, like that guy is ready to have a stroke and I'm here for it. 
Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Roger, do you think do you think Tom Brady is the only member of your team? Or do you think that there might be 10 other guys on offense and 11 other guys on defense? I'm just saying, because all you talked about was how Tom Brady and the quarterback evolves. Tom yeah, but I think by saying that, he's saying the offense can get better. Yeah, because the offense kept the same. I mean, they've still got the, the same good offensive line they had last year that kept him upright most of the season. They've still got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. They've got Antonio AB, Brown, who if, I think AB, was, if was he doesn't really go good at the end so, of last he, year. If he doesn't go, he got like 25% of the targets in his eight games or whatever. Yeah. If he yes, doesn't he like did. go off the cliff mentally, he could he could have a huge year. Well, he's a big if though. He's if he's Mike mentally Evans, imbalanced. If Mike Evans isn't injured, if Chris Godwin isn't injured, if somebody on the offensive line doesn't get injured, if you know, you're talking about a lot of well, what sure. every didn't have every team year, but, has injury risk. I mean, it's built into the game. I mean, well, but it didn't happen last year, and it's more likely to happen this year. So true. Because most teams get more banged up than you guys got. Right. Yep. But that's the battle every year. Usually whoever stays the yeah. healthiest has a chance to be there at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you guys we just know it, we just know it's not gonna be the Niners usually. Right. And uh <laughs> well they have a bad they have a bad uh training staff. So they yeah, they need a clean house. Yep. Well, I mean we, we shall see, Mr. Fisk. I, I, I think Corey would agree with you. I know he's talked a lot of shit about bringing everybody back and how it never works out. And we'll we'll see. I just I don't think I don't know how significant we're going to find out how significant that is in the salary cap era. Well, and I'm not saying you're not going to make the playoffs, but I don't think that you're going to run away with the division either. So, which everybody seems to think Tampa Bay is the lock and far and away the lock. So, hence my disappointment. Okay. Good discussion. All right. All right. So let's move to playoff teams, starting with division winners. Dan, who's the NFC East division winner? The uh, Dallas Cowboys. You don't say. Not the football team? No. I mean, listen. Well, again, and this harkens back to the conversation we just had about Tampa, right? All things go well. Everybody stays healthy. I think the Cowboys have the talent to do that. Now, the defense, obviously, last year sucked. Uh, we'll see if it's any better this year. Because even when Dak was healthy, they're 1-3 and three and an onside kick from being 0-4. Right. Um, but no, you just, I just feel like the Cowboys always get so fucking lucky, and they're always right there. And they're on national TV 23 weeks a year. And, yeah, I, I just feel like it would probably be the Cowboys. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think they're the most talented team in that division. I think, like you said, a lot depends on Dak's health. You know, I know he's got the shoulder thing right now. The shoulder thing weirds me out because he was out for an awful long time. And and yeah. they're, they're trying to play. I just feel like it's something that they're playing off that if he takes one hit or, or throws something the wrong way, like then all of a sudden that whole fucking thing changes. Because then who do they go to? Will Greer that they just picked up? Cooper Rush? Yeah, and what are we talking? yeah it's going to be a... It's right. going to be a massive if he goes but down. But I think, I think Zeke thing. is a lot but, better this year, too. Yeah, I think Zeke has a resurgent year this year as well. But at the same point, they, they wasted that amazing offensive line they had for like five years. That's not the same anymore. And 
they seem yeah. to get banged up on the O line every year. So the right, talent's yeah, really definitely big, there. I think on the on the defensive side of the ball, I think Micah Parsons was a big draft pick, too. I think he's looked great this preseason. He's looked he's, really good on her. He's nuts. looking real solid in the middle of that defense. So, yeah, I agree with you. Fisk, you agree with Dallas? I'm torn between Dallas and Washington. I think they're going to go just like the Bucks and the Saints. They're going to go the entire year. But I think Dallas wins ultimately only because I Ryan Fitzpatrick has four, four interception games in him. It's not the best. It's not the worst. But, yeah, I think it goes back and forth. And it just depends because if Dak's shoulder problem stems from the fact that he isn't really healthy in that leg and he's just overcompensating. He's overusing the arm because he doesn't have the leg strength. Right, exactly. Then you have a whole different problem. Now you don't have a quarterback and you're dead. So I don't disagree, but I'm not sure I agree. So, I mean, if if I had to place money on it, and I have, by the way, I would bet Washington. Wow. I mean, great. We appreciate the support. Great defense wins over (laughs) so-so offense and terrible defense. I'm sorry. And the, the offense, you know, Washington's offense could do whatever it wants to do, but Fitzpatrick isn't going to be terrible. Listen, so out of quarterback quarterback play last year, 32 teams, the Redskins quarterback play was ranked 32. Right. Um, and we, we added Curtis Samuel. I don't know. He seems to have something going on. He seems to not really be healthy. But still, we have Antonio Gibson. We have Terry McLaurin. I think Logan right. Thomas has a big year. I mean, yep. we have some pieces there. Um, so, I mean, there's people like Corey who believes that there's zero talent on the Redskins offense. Um, <laughs> and, and it's just everybody's team. And so. it's just not true. Like So, there's, there's talent there. Right. Corey's got blinders on when it comes to our teams because he didn't believe the Bucs had any talent either before Tom Brady came to the team. Right. All right. All right. So let's talk about the AFC East. All right. So I think this is actually this oh, can uh, be super. Oh. Let Roger go first. Oh, okay. Roger. Oh, you're gonna let yeah. me go first? Okay. Yeah. The AFC East champion is going to be the Buffalo Bills. I get everything that Stan said about New England, and I, I agree. I think they're going to be better than what people think they're going to be. Um, but the talent on Buffalo is going to win out. I mean, Josh Allen took a turn last year, um, you know, stopped turning the ball over so much, just became a very efficient quarterback, um, even though they can't run the ball worth a shit with Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. I mean, Stephon Diggs is, is, is incredible. Uh, Cole Beasley can, can stay uh, away from people and get COVID-19 and give it to the whole team. Uh, I think that uh, I think the Bills are going to win that division pretty pretty easily, honestly, by two or three games, probably. I think they win thirteen ish games this year and, and kind of run away with that division. Sam? I agree. I agree that they're going to win. Um, I don't think they're running away with it though. I think the the Patriots are just going to push them all year. I think the Bills probably honestly end up going probably like thirteen and four or something. But I can see the Patriots going twelve and five. Wow! Yeah. So I think the Bills win it, but I don't think they—they they probably get to still rest people in Week eighteen, but maybe they clinch in like Week seventeen. Um, but I agree with you; the Bills win it. Well, we can all agree. I think that well, the Bills win it. 
but we can all agree that uh, both Miami and the Jets are going to be doormats. So there's four wins or four wins for each team. Right? I mean, yeah, I think the Jets. I think the Jets would feel good about four or five wins after last year. Well, no, but, um, I'm saying, but there's four wins for both the Bills and the Patriots. Like, and now you're just starting with a should nine. be should be unless Tua somehow plays good one day against one of them, which I don't. I don't foresee happening. So, yeah, I agree. The Bills win the division. Patriots close behind. So, yep. I think the Patriots probably finish 10 and 7 somewhere in there and, and make a wild card, but I don't think they're as good as what you guys are saying. Fair. All right. The NFC North. Listen, there's Man. only one team in that division going to the playoffs. It's the division winner, and it's, and it's the Green Bay Packers. I mean, oh. we yeah. were close to them becoming right. the doormats of the division, <laughs> but Aaron Rodgers decided to come back. It's the Packers division. Right. Yeah, you're right. Because the Vikings look like ass. <laughs> we're terrible. I don't, I don't want to discuss this. I just want to move on to the AFC. <laughs> <laughs> Is that okay, guys? Can we just move on to the AFC North? Roger. We can. We yeah. can. There's not a um, lot to talk about the North. Oh, yeah. No, um, so, uh, so I'm sad Corey's not there for that rousing discussion of the Packers, but um, <laughs> the AFC North champion this year is going to be the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, despite the injury to their mm-hmm. bell cow, Mr. J.K. Dottens, uh, I think Gus Edwards comes in, does the job well enough. I think Lamar your preseason and regular season champions, the Baltimore Ravens. Oh. <laughs> and they shit yeah. their fucking pants in the playoffs. <laughs> um, but you know, I mean, their 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 defense is always good. Um, Lamar is just he's such a talented guy. He he gives them an edge on offense that you know not a lot of teams can match up with on the defensive side of the football. Um, I, that's going to be a, I mean, you know, Pittsburgh is going to be around there. Um, Cleveland is going to be around too. Um, but I think Baltimore's got enough to get it done in a, in a close division. Stan? I'm going with America's team, the Cleveland Browns. Um, sometimes I wonder if, if I get a little clouded just in my, my want for the Browns to be good. Because you can't help but pull for them, right? Right. Like, it's Agreed. been such a miserable existence. Um, but I just think, I think they're really solid. They, they have a really good defense. Their run game with Chubb and Hunt, if they get a lead the fourth quarter, they can run people down. And, and Baker's really, really good. Like, a lot of people didn't believe in Baker, but, God damn it, he just won a playoff game for the Cleveland Browns. And they were in the Kansas City game. I I still find it hard to trust Baker, I think, on a week-to-week basis. I think he's still going to have weeks where he's not good. Um, But I think they they make the playoffs. Fair. Because, I mean, it's either going to be the Browns or the Ravens. Right. It's going to be right there. Who you got, Fisk? I'm going to choose the Browns. I'm going with America's team. Gotta love it. I'm not saying the Ravens are bad, but losing J.K. Dobbins, I mean, you just—I think get, it does make more get... of a difference than people think. Like right. Gus Edwards is not J.K. Dobbins. Well, but then who's going to spell him? Like, tell me who's going to spell him. 
Right. It affects your depth. And JK just has more pop, too. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's a speed guy. Gus yeah, I mean, like hard yeah, runner. And Gus Edwards isn't going to, uh, he's not going to break any, you know, 80 yard runs or anything like that. Like Dobbins had the opera, had the skills to do. But I no, mean, Dobbins is uh, handled 20 touches a game. Dobbins yeah. is a high performance sports car, you know? Like you take it out, yeah. you're like, hey, look what we got. And then uh, Gus Edwards is just like a Toyota Camry that somebody's like, hey, there's 250,000 miles on this thing. It shows up every fucking day. It gets me to work. Right. Yep. Yep. Agreed. But like, they don't have to. I don't know how much it's going to affect like game scripting, things like that, because they don't have to go away from the no. run now. I think they, they run the same Dobbins. plays. It's just you're not yeah. getting the same explosiveness. Right. 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 Okay, because I want to switch up who's getting which conference, Roger, uh, NFC South. Well, I think we all know who I'm going with here. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win this division um, going away. All right, Stan, do you agree? I, I, I actually have the Bucs winning division as well. All right. Now, I would, what I would like to ask Roger is when he says going away, what are we talking Yes. I, I think they win 13 games this year, and, and I, I don't see the Saints being much more than a nine-win team, honestly. So I think they win it by, by four games. Like, wow. I, I don't – So I you're like clinching in, like, week 13? Probably. Somewhere around there, 13, 14, yeah. Because especially yeah. the way you talk about the Saints, I assume you're sweeping them. So you could clinch in, like, week 13. Right. Yeah, I, I, I don't – I mean – I really don't know. I mean, the first six weeks of the season, they don't have Michael Thomas. I think that's going to, like, they don't, like, sure, sure James is a better quarterback than Taysom, but he's just going to drop it off to Kamara and expect to win games doing that. I mean, I, I, they just, their offense isn't going to be good for six weeks. I don't think they get off to a good start, and it's going to be hard to recover from that, I think, when Michael Thomas comes back week seven. If I think he comes Sean, back week Sean seven. Payne will find a way to score some points. Well, let me ask you a question, Roger. Green Bay versus the Saints. Uh, who are you taking? Let me let me look at the line right mm-hmm. now. That's Packers all day. Green Bay. Well, let me look at the line. Absolutely. We're talking the line. That's all we're talking. Yeah, well, you do that. I'll go find my fucking hammer to hammer the Packers. <laughs> Green Bay is going to win that game by two scores. All right, let's see. Even though you heard it here first, Rogers said Packers by four, two safeties, two scores. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, ironically, the line is there. Uh, the Packers are only laying four. So, well, Rogers, the new Vegas. Are you taking? Are you taking the Saints or the Packers? I would take the Packers. I'm taking the Packers on that. Yeah. Look at look at Fisk sitting there thinking about hesitation. taking the Saints. You can see it in his fucking eyes. <laughs> I'll text you guys if I do. But uh, yeah, I'm seriously thinking about it. So no, it's Packers all day. All right, we'll see. The game's in Jacksonville now. Yeah. yeah. Which is neutral location, so. Hot, hot location. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, which is bullshit because it should have been in Dallas indoors, but they're home, so. Just like no, they're, in New Orleans. They're not yeah. home, but they got some concert. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, the Cowboys are on the road to Tampa. Roger will be watching. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. All right. I still think I still think Tampa squeaks it out, but it's going to be a lot closer than Roger says it is. He's not clinching by week thirteen. No, I think they probably clinch like week fifteen. 
16, oh, you know, right. three weeks ago in the season. I think the games of the year. But Rodgers got them. It's like, oh, Columbus Day? Bucks just clinched. Right, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, think- I, I don't see the Saints being very good. I mean, like, that's the big thing. Like, I think the Bucs win enough games. You know, I'm not, I don't have the Bucs going 17 and 0 or anything like that. I think they win 12, 13 games. I just don't think the Saints are going to be very good. I don't think anybody in that division is going to be very good. I'm sorry, but I think that the Saints uh, Bucks games are going to be the games of the year. So. I mean, no, I'm not getting on that train. You guys have seen Jameis Winston play football, right? Yeah, he's, he's pretty. He's pretty good at it when he's not turning the ball over. Right. Well, yeah. we'll see. If when he's we'll not see. turning the ball over, which he always does. Yeah, you know what Unless else he, he does? Throws for five thousand yards and thirty touchdowns. I think the Saints yeah, defense is better than you guys think it is, but at least still but, tough. Now that he's got I a real coach in New Orleans, maybe maybe now that James got a real coach in New Orleans, he improves a little bit. And that Bruce Arians mm-hmm. guy, who's terrible. That guy's gonna have a stroke any uh-huh. fucking day, and I can't wait for it. Uh-huh. His blood Stan. pressure. Just look at him. His eyeballs are like ready to pop out. Oh. Stan, who's gonna win the AFC South? Oh, so the AFC South. These teams are gonna win the AFC Like when you look at this division, it was kind of like what I flushed down the toilet this morning. It's just gross. All right. Well, I assume I, they're not that big, but. <laughs> so out of everyone, I. I Went with the Titans because what do you pick? You, you can't trust the Colts in their injury situation. I mean, even if you could, like Carson Wentz, are you serious? Well, maybe if he can come back to good Carson Wentz, which when he was with uh, Frank Reich in Philly is when he was at his best. For how many games was that? 11? Was that 11 games? Yeah, well, you know, his rookie year and then the next one, his. When he was really headed towards winning the MVP, and then he got hurt. Okay. Um, but it's, it's got to be the Titans. It has right. to be. I agree with you. I got the Titans winning it as well. Can we just go with the Titans and then move on to the West, please? Yeah. We, <laughs> can we not talk about, about the South? Yeah, let's not discuss this bunch of fucking trash-ass teams. All right, Roger. Who's going to win the NFC West? Uh, so in what I think is going to be one of the most competitive divisions in football, I think the Rams come out as the division winner. Um, I think Matthew Stafford was a, was a huge, uh, huge get for them. I, I think he's, he's, a, he's an efficient quarterback. He's going to be able to do well with, with those guys they have to throw to Cooper cup, Robert Woods, Tyler Higby as a tight end. Um, I think Cam Akers obviously hurts them quite a bit. Um, but I still think that they've got the firepower on the offensive side to get it done, and that defense is just stacked. I mean, Aaron Donald, you, you guys know my opinion on him, best player in the NFL. Um, I, um, I think they, they can win this division. No, you're, I mean, you're right, though. The Rams should definitely win the division. Stafford's right. way better than Goff. Right. And then so you just yeah. put him in and you put him in and go. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I think they they're they're more of a championship contender with Acres, I think, but but I think they can still win the for sure, him. for sure. What about Sony Michelle, guys? Are you leaving out Sony Michelle? <laughs> Daryl Henderson and Sony Michelle almost yeah. as explosive as Cam. Yeah, I mean, uh... I'll tell you this: I think Sony <laughs> Michelle gets more of a chance to really show who he is in that Rams offense. Yeah, I, I think that. 
a lot running of backs in the Patriots offense just kind of disappear, you know? Right. Yeah. I think fantasy, fantasy guys who drafted Daryl Henderson, you know, thinking, you know, Cam is out. You know, I got the number one guy in LA now are going to be, uh, going to be disappointed. Yeah, for sure. But all right. So I think we're all agreed that the Rams win the NFC West. So, Stan. I think we're all going to be agreed with the, <laughs> yeah. the yeah. Talk about the well. other consensus pick about the West. Uh, it's, it's the Chiefs. Like, yeah. It sure there's is. just there's no real <laughs> argument against it. The only, I mean, the only argument is if you could say that Mahomes is going to get hurt or something. <laughs> like you're, you're banking on Mahomes getting hurt, I think, if you're not right. going to win the division. Yeah, then so, it changes I mean, everything. That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I, I think that's it's somebody just trying to be smart, I think, if they're not picking the Chiefs to win this division because the Chiefs are by far the most talented team there. So, All right, so which one of you wants to do the NFC wild cards first? Go ahead, Raj. All right. Uh, so, as I said earlier, uh, I think the NFC West is going to be one of the most competitive divisions in football. So I have Arizona and Seattle making a wild card from that division. Uh, and my final wild card is the Washington football team. Uh, I think we get two teams out of the East, three teams out of the West, um, and then Green Bay and Tampa Bay are the only teams from their respective divisions making it to the playoffs. All right. Uh, I like it. So I went uh, Redskins, Cardinals, Saints. That would have been mine. Well, not, uh, I, just, I changed it for Seattle, but yeah. I'm very – I don't know if it's because I want that Seattle thing to collapse or – I mean, it's a real, po- it's a real possibility. Conversation. I, think it's, I think it's a crapshoot. You pick one or the other. It doesn't matter. One of them's like, wild card. I, I believe in all the points that I made, and they're very real, but I could also see them making wild card like Roger has. So, Right. Well, and I – you know, uh, I love the Saints – so I agree with you, Stan. I think Rogers' take is. I just I feel like people are underestimating the Saints. They're underestimating Jameis a little bit. Well, and their defense is so is so good that it'll make up for the few Jameis mistakes that'll that it will happen. Yeah, I don't think he turns the ball over it the rate he did in right. Tampa because you got to remember, like Bruce Arians talks about, no risk it, no biscuits. So he's right. putting his quarterback out there to put the ball in play. I think you put the ball in danger a little bit more. And and that's not necessarily what Jameis needed at that point, his young career. And I think Sean Payton's going to, he's not going to run the same. I think he's going to coach him and handle him a little bit differently to where he doesn't turn the ball over at that rate. Well, and yeah, I think Arians, I think Arians offense definitely contributed to the 30 for the 30th and 30 year. I mean, but he wasn't James's only coach in Tampa and Jameis turned the ball over every year a lot. So, I mean, while well, yes, I mean, Peyton, maybe you may say Peyton's a better head coach. You know, maybe he learned something from Drew Brees last year. Um, I mean, it, it, I agree with you guys. If he takes the turn and, and only throws, you know, and I'm five, not saying picks, they well, can no, maybe that's, do something. That's but, not what he's going to do. But if Jameis is, instead of 30 and 30, he's 30 and 18. Right. You're winning a lot more ball games with 12 less interceptions. Oh, right. for sure. If he well, would have thrown 30 and 18. Jameis, Jameis year, is never going to be a, he's never going to be a five guy. I don't think they're going to be a 10 guy, but I think he can be a 15 to 18 guy. Well, yeah. I think you're going to see Taysom Hill as soon as he throws two picks. No, you're not. Because uh, just... Taysom Hill can't play quarterback and Sean Payton knows it. 
I think you see him. I, I'm not saying that Jameis is out for the rest of the game or anything. Well, I, if Sean Payton does that, then the Saints aren't going to the playoffs. So they're probably yeah. going I eight, eight, nine. I disagree. Sometimes I think Jameis needs a break. Like no, you, you can't think about Jackie quarterbacks. About his life and that's, gets- that's part of the reason I don't think they're going to be good. You brought up a good point, Stan. Is I think I think he he still likes Taysom and he's going to try to do some weird shit with him this year. And we all saw what Taysom just did last use year, him for what the fuck he is, which is like a trick play tight end. Right, but he well, won't do that. They're paying that. him a ton of money. <laughs> Well, that They're was paying fucking him a stupid. ton of money. Well, that's why I was it saying. Sure was. You're going to see him do those trick plays, and he moved. He that's moved all. He, that's all yeah. he should ever do. He can't play. Well, but quarterback. he moved the offense down the field a couple drives, and then he no, stuck. but he can't play every down. But you no. sit for a while, and you just have a discussion with him, like, no, what are you doing? that nah. shit doesn't work. Then they're not going to the playoffs I, if that's what they do. I, I, well. I agree with you, saying That's not going to work. And I, but I, I also agree with Chris. But I think that's what they're going to do. Right. Well, the worst, then, then you know what? Then fuck this shit. The Seahawks are going to the playoffs. <laughs> all right. All because, all because of uh, Fist. Fuck the Saints. All right. Who's your AFC wild cards? Uh, so my AFC wild cards are the Patriots, the Ravens, and wait for it, the Denver Broncos. What? No way. Great defense. And then Teddy's not going to turn the ball over. He's going to – they have weapons. They're going to play great defense with Fangio. Probably go 10-7. and They can sneak in as a wild card. Rogers Rogers Chargers hang out at the old house. How did you not use this as your your surprise? I don't understand. Because Patriots (laughs) are going to pop more. I mean, Uh, they have – yeah, or less hype, I guess. They're, you know, everybody's saying they're terrible, but wow. Okay. Roger, what hmm. do you think? Well, I, I think we've, we've got six of the same teams in the playoffs. I've got Cleveland making my wild, making the wild card out of the north. I've got New England uh, making the wild card out of the east. And then obviously, I got the Chargers out of the west making the wild card. It's the only way they can get to the Super Bowl is to get in the playoffs. And I'm going to have to agree with Roger. I think the Chargers are better. I just, um, I really do. Now, I don't trust their injury here's history. Here's what I'll say. I don't here's trust the say. fact that they seem to be a snake-bitten franchise. Yeah, well, yeah, they are a terrible franchise. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess the they, doctor did stab Tyrod Taylor in the in the wall. Yeah, and then they, they lose games and the they lose but games in the weirdest fashion. That helped them figure out that Justin Herbert was great. They always lose games in the weirdest fashion. I know, I know. All right. Yeah, so let's I mean, talk I, about the Ravens, though, or the Browns. Like, is there a possibility that two teams come out of the West? The, the Broncos West? and the Chargers come out of the West. Oh, potentially, and not potentially, the, potentially. Not the yes. other team in the North. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. Is I don't buy the Broncos. Does Eddie Bridgewater really? make the Broncos that much better? Because that is a very interesting take, Stan. I love it. Potentially, yes. Yeah. Well, I don't think he does. I mean, he's an adequate NFL quarterback, but he's not. I mean, is he that much better than Drew Locke? I don't think he is. Yes. And yes. I, I don't yes, think that they. Is. Yes, he is. Because you just he just puts drives know. together. 
and he's, he's, he's more efficient him, maybe, and he's not going to turn the ball over as much, but he's not a world beater. And, I don't and think he, uh, note for the season in the history of the NFL, old Teddy Noodleleg, best ever quarterback against the spread. Jot that down. Ooh. Well, I'll have to <laughs> jot that down for my betting. Nice little betting nugget, but I don't think that helped him win real world games. I mean, I, I don't, the Broncos may get close to 500, but I don't see them. Yeah, 10 and 7 is close to 500 because if you lost a couple more, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anymore. Right. Yeah. You have to win nine games this year. So that's right, the weird well, thing so- about the, the current uh, setup of the year, right? Is we can't talk about teams being 500. Right. And you somewhere Jeff Fisher is like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> you only win eight, you're under 500. That's um, right. right. So, uh, do we still have show pot or not? I mean, it's been so long. Oh yeah, we're we're gonna bring show pot back. We we still have money in there. Yeah. Do we do we bet now? What are we betting? Does anybody have any good bets? I don't have any bets. I haven't even placed anything for week one yet. Well, let's. You guys we're are at, way behind. Let me show pot. My- show pot is on FanDuel, right? Yes. Let me read you my six-leg NFL teaser and see what you guys think. Roger's not going to like the first one, so shut the fuck up, Roger. Uh, the Cowboys, plus 13.5 against the, the Bucks. The Jets, plus 10.5. Wow, that's a lot of points. Right. For an NFL game, that's a lot of points. The Jets, plus 10.5 against the Panthers. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Breaking news. Breaking yeah. news. Uh, all pro guard Zach Martin has tested positive for COVID-19 and will not play against the Buccaneers. Yeah! <laughs> Alright, so maybe it's a four-leg teaser. Uh, the, <laughs> the next bet in that one is a uh, Niners minus one and a half against the Lions. That's an easy one. Uh, I got the Seahawks plus five against the Colts. The Browns plus 12 against the Chiefs and the Bears plus 13 against the Rams. That's the I, only one I'm worried about. The Bears could get blown out. Yeah. And why do you want to mess they with the Jets in week one? Out. Well, I didn't once I heard about that, but I want the Jets at the Panthers. Those are two pathetic ass teams. Like you're telling me either of them is. You're telling me the Panthers weren't way better than the Jets last year? Uh, with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback, yes, but with uh, what's his name from Sam the Darnold? Jets? Yeah, uh, yeah. Don't give me that. I just don't know that I want to involve myself in anything with the Jets week one. Well, all right, then you pick. What do you want to do? What were your other ones? All right, Cowboys at Bucks plus thirteen and a half teaser. It's a plus seven teaser. I think that's still a plus. No, it's a plus six teaser. It's a plus six teaser. <clears throat> Then the Niners at Detroit. I think the Lions, the Lions, that Niners won. That should be a play, right? Right. Hawks at Colts, plus five if you get it down to a plus six, which is a terrible line. It's a terrible line. Yeah. Even though they're traveling to the middle of America, it's a good, you know, I I take that. Then the Browns at Kansas City are telling me they're going to lose by more than two touchdowns. You wouldn't think so, although the Browns got their fucking head beat in week one last year, like 44 to something. Yeah, but that's last year. I really like like if we could get the Broncos plus four going to the Giants. Okay. I like that. 
So let's write this down. So we agree on uh, Cowboys plus 13. Yeah. 13 and a half. Yeah, that's a lot of points to get. Boys plus 13 and a half. All right. And then the Niners minus one and a half. That should play. That, I mean, the Lions are going to be bad, right? I yeah, think they're so. going to be terrible. And the Niners won't be that terrible. Hawks at the Colts plus five. That should play. I don't have access to the show pod, so it's going to have to be Paul. You wanted to stay away from the Browns. You wanted to stay away from the Bears, but you wanted Denver at what? Well, if we if you said it's a seven-point teaser. You're not a fan to a guy, right? So let me look at the uh, – yeah, I'm on six-point teaser. No, I'm on FanDuel. Oh, are you? Okay. It's a six-point teaser? Well, in that case, we would get Broncos plus three. I still think that's pretty good. I think the Giants are going to be pretty bad. Well, you think they can win by more than a field goal? The Giants? Well, what if we, what if we just did a six-and-a-half teaser, and now it's all they have to plus- do is win a field goal? No, the Broncos would be getting points. Well, that's my point, but, oh, they'd be getting, oh, they're plus. Oh. Yeah, because they're only minus three, so once we tease them six points, we go plus three. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Then. All right, so Broncos plus three. Like Daniel Jones against that Broncos defense? Yeah. And they don't even know if Saquon's going to play week one. They got a bunch of, yeah, I like the Broncos. Right. You like anything else? I'm, I'm, I like the Packers. Tease the Packers, and we get plus two. Okay. They're going to beat the Saints. All right. Just Packers like the Saints, though. Irrationally. No, but I like the Pack plus two. I mean, it's going to be a close game. What about? Wait, how many, how many teams is that? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. We're good. We're good. All right. Well, here's the thing. Uh, so what would sure, let's make sure everything is the same? So it was Cowboys, yeah. Cowboys, uh, are getting seven and a half, so plus six would be 13 and a half. And nine, Broncos, nine, seven and a half, yeah. There's yeah. All right, so everything seems to be all right. So we just need to get Paul. And we were we were back. just doing the six point teaser. Yeah, six point teaser gives you it's plus, plus three, it's plus three thirty three. Is it? I love yeah. it. Oh god! All right, I'm betting it myself. I'm betting it myself. Roger, send, send it to me. I'll probably end up. Well, I don't know if I'll bet it because of the Cowboys thing, but uh, maybe I'll take them off. <laughs> Well, Jesus. All right, well, it's, yeah, it's 13 and a half points, though. It's, it's a lot of points. Right. I'm, pu- I'm putting $10 oh, on it myself. The Hawks, different. the Hawks are different. We're only going to get four. four. We get three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, I still think that's good. They're going to win the football game, probably, hopefully. Right. Yeah. Well, they could lose by a field goal, even, and we're still covered. Right. I'm putting $10 on it myself. Hell yeah. 10 to win 33-35. So, yeah, I like that for show pot week one. How much – well, we got to figure out how much we got in show pot too. Well, yeah. So, all right. Well, who's going to text Paul and let him know? You are. 
make my life so hard. Why am I in charge of this? Hold on. I gotta, I gotta, I fucked up the bed <laughs> already. Jesus Christ, I'm an idiot. Jesus. I got a head. So, uh, I'm sorry. So, what do you guys think Corey's doing right now? Well, since it's 12.05, I'm waiting for his. Uh, sit, sit in the garage. Yeah. Man, I'm ready for this game tonight now. I know. No, yeah, Notre Dame. Don't Got to go over to Cavs, get my. Bacon wrap filet, cheese and potatoes, and corn on the cob on. Sounds delightful. Should be quite lovely. Nice day for it. I've got to go help move. What are you getting out of this? Are you getting anything out of this? No. Fucking bullshit. Are they buying lunch or anything? I I hope so. I'm hungry. (laughs) Just walk around their house and steal food. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Like I said, just call in sick, man. Just call in sick. It's fine. Don't do it. I hurt my back helping my friend do something that he should have hired people to do. Trust me, it's not worth it. Don't do it. (laughs) Rob moved yesterday. You know how many of us were there? None. Zero. Right. Zero. All right, boys. All right, guys. Well, all right. It felt good to be back. Time. Now, so here's what do we got? We got story time, but I think we did that in conversation corner. If you want to skip it, anybody yeah, got story? So I, I have one brief thing from the summer. Like I said, and it's been, I mean, obviously so long since we've been on. Uh, I'm sure a million stories happened, but who's going to remember it at our age? Um, right. But I will say, so Fourth of July weekend, um, they did a like a concert thing at the the minor league baseball stadium right by my apartment right and so i saw months ahead of time that hair bangers ball was coming the greatest the greatest 80s cover band of all time okay pretty awesome not just chicago based of all time uh we used to go see them all the time in college at different bars they used to like we would see them at southern we'd visit you guys they used to play in rockford all the time i hadn't seen them in forever and they were coming and they were playing on Friday at like seven o'clock because they were leading into um, the gin blossoms. So right. they weren't playing like super late. So we got off work early that day. Uh, again, it's hot outside because when the fuck wasn't it this summer? Um, but I go, I hit the first opening band at like two o'clock. I'm there. Yeah. So, and yeah, it's all with you. What? Yeah. Get that old sweat towel. No, I had like some paper towels in my pockets, but I didn't have my sweat towel. Um, but I'm there. Uh, get like a '90s cover band, then you get the the Blues Brothers cover type thing, and then we go into Hairbang. It's a nice night. They actually cooled off okay. And then uh, I come home, and I'm sitting and watching TV because I left before the gin blossom. So like it's nine o'clock. It's time to go home. And I'm like, man. It must have been a nice, cool night because it feels warm in the apartment now that I'm not outside. And so I'm sitting there hanging out. And then I walk down the hallway to the bathroom to take a piss. And I just happen to glance at the thermostat in the hallway and it says it's 77 degrees in my apartment. And I'm like, oh, we've got a problem. 
because I keep it set at like 68, 70. Um, so the next day is Saturday of 4th of July weekend. So I call the office. I'm like, someone amazingly answered. I'm like, uh, is maintenance working today? She's like, well, no, they're not, but they'll come out for emergencies. And I was like, these were my exact words. I said, well, it's a quasi-emergency. I'm a large man and my AC is not working. <laughs> and so she just chuckled a little bit. She's like, they'll come out for that. Um, but yeah, I had to uh, use my obesity as a quasi-emergency over 4th of July weekend. And they did come fix hey. it. And I was grateful. I love it. At I least it, it does have some benefit. Yeah, finally. About time. Right. <laughs> Roger, you got story time? Uh, I guess I do have one real quick if we're if we're doing story time. Um gonna get your guys' feedback on this, this thing I had going on at a fantasy draft I had yesterday. <clears throat> so um it's a twelve team league, hundred and twenty dollar buy in, right? And and the, the commission like he almost like demands like an in-person draft, right? Which a bunch of guys in their mid thirties to forties, like that's not always going to work out. Right. So, so we had three guys that couldn't make the draft. One of them is my buddy, Sean, who I think some of you guys have met. Um, yeah, so I've I told him, I was like, Hey, good dude. Yeah. I was like, Hey man, like, you're not going to be there. Like you want me to draft for you? He's like, yeah, that'd be awesome, dude. So, so we get there, um, start the draft. And I'm texting with him, right? Like, I'm like, hey, you know, you got six. Who do you want? Blah, blah. So, you know, he's sending me guys that he wants, and I'm trying to trying to get him those players, right? So, first pick comes, he gets Zeke. You know, everybody's cool, whatever. That's nice um, The other two guys, the, the other two guys who are there are just getting, like, like the commission prints out a list of players, and the people who are drafting for them are just taking the next available player on that list, right? So, it's kind of like right. they were absent for a – for an online draft. Kind but of they're not even, so they're, are they even tracking like how much they have of each position? Yes. Yeah. So, so what they typically do is they fill out the starting rosters for these teams. So they've got to take like a quarterback, they've got to take a defense in the sixth or seventh round or whatever. So that they get their defense after they filled up all their skill spots. So like, so, and then once it's the bad not to show set, up. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's making it like a punishment not to show up, I guess. Um, so, uh, we get in the second, third round and I, I, he wants two wide receivers. He takes Mike Evans too early in the mm-hmm. second round. And then he wants Allen Robinson in the third cause he's a Bears fan. So whatever. Right. Wow. Everything's fine at this point. Everything's wow. fine at this point. I'm taking players that aren't the next available, but nobody's brought anything up. Right. So then the fourth round comes and he's like, is Kyle Pitts there? And I was like, yeah, Pitts is there. So I was like, I'll take Kyle Pitts room explodes why that's not next available blah 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 that's bullshit what's going on bro i was like I'm, sean wants kyle pitts like i'm texting with him what's the what's the problem here we always do next available that's what we've always done no i'm talking to the guy who owns the team <laughs> he pays a fee he has a right to get who he wants exactly exactly I was like, I'm fucking texting with the guy. He's by his phone. We're talking during this whole process. Like, why the fuck would I? it have to be next available if he will take the time to, to try to craft his team the way he wants it? No. The only reason is because everybody wanted Kyle Pitts. Right. 
Yeah. I was not taking I was not taking best available in rounds two and three. Like sure, Zeke was the was the best available player at that point because it's fucking six. He should have been. Yeah, but two and three. He just Um, took players that he wanted. Yeah, he took players that he wanted, but nobody gave a shit because nobody wanted those players. So then you take one then it's a fucking conspiracy or something like that. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So did he get Kyle Pitts? He got Kyle Pitts, yeah. I was like, I'm he's getting Kyle Pitts. And like the rest of the draft, like I took, but there was a couple times when he wanted like the best available. So I was like, drafting Sean, the best available running back. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> and wrote it down. But like, this is cemented for me that if I ever can't make a draft in that league, I'm not fucking going. It's a hundred or I'm not going to be in the league anymore. It's $120 and you can literally have zero save. You can't go. Like, yeah. Fuck that shit. shit right? I mean, fuck that. Like I, there's, I'd be interested to see if these people who don't show up, like, cause there was already bitching about their rosters. Like somebody was bitching about Eckler, which he shouldn't have. Cause that was a fine. Well, Eckler's like, a great play this like year. That. But, um, but like people are already like they're pissed about their rosters and stuff. And I was like, I would be too. It's $120. Like he doesn't offer an online option at all. Like, Which in this day and age, there's somebody. There's no excuse for that in this day and age. What do you play? Well, honestly, save him a ton of work because he's got to go in and enter all the rosters, which he fucking gave me Josh Myers, the kicker from Seattle, instead of Jacoby Myers, the New England wide receiver. Like Jesus I drafted. Christ. So I was like, you just, better fix that fucking shit. Just do it online. <laughs> right. Yeah. So dumb. And then it but, can be like all says, of us were says, there and we're drafting our, like in Corey's basement, we're all there. But right. we're drafted online, and then it's just in, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the guys like, you get older, everybody can't make it. People have shit to do. They have families yeah. and lives, and, right? Yeah, like Sean couldn't go because his daughter was um, like, there was a COVID case at her daycare, so she was like, you know, she, so he did the responsible thing. He's like, I'm not gonna come and hang out with you guys if she's got COVID. Maybe gave it to me, and I give it to you guys or whatever, you know? So. Like, all right, cool. I'll I'll help you get some players you want. And that was what a pussy. Point. He doesn't get Kyle Pitts then. <laughs> it was just so ridiculous. I was like, this is the same league from last year that had the Taysom Hill thing, where I started Taysom as my tight end when he played quarterback, <laughs> and the other dude like sat his entire roster and shit. So yeah. I'm already. Oh, uh, it's a league I'm of not bitches, the happiest man. With this league, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You need to so just leave that league, Roger. That's did they stay pissy like the whole time after that? They they were talking about it as I was leaving. Well, what, what, what a bunch of pick? fucking bitches, man! What if the next guy's like, uh, take the next available, and then he picks Kyle fucking Pitts? Like, what a fucking bitch! Right? Man. Come on! Like, oh my god, <laughs> biggest hey, league of whiners I've ever heard of. Right. <laughs> They're probably texting each other about it today. Do this not yeah. right. We got we got to set rules going forward. <laughs> yeah. well, like, I can't like... believe Sean got to pick his own players for one hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, there's my I... story time. All right. Well, between Taysom Hell last year and that story, I can't fucking stand that league. Yeah, I know. I, I really can't either. I hope I win it and I can ride off into the sunset as a I, champ. Yeah, I yeah. try to win that bitch and take your hundred and twenty dollars elsewhere. Right. <laughs> Maybe there's more concerts on the night of games that you can pay for. Fuck you. <laughs> this has been the Half in the Bag podcast on behalf of on behalf of Stan and Roger and Corey. Thank you for listening. Have a good day. Bye. 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 Later, boys. Later, boys. All right.
It was good to be back. I'm out. Yes, it was. We'll we'll text later for the game. Yep. See you guys. Bye.